0: Let's hit it. it. My full cookie. Let's go. (laughs) Do it. Enjoy your life a little bit. Just breathe. Just for once.
1: Yeah. You done uh, chewing on that cookie so we can start start recording again? I don't want it tempting me anymore. You hold on. Should I have another cookie? How many cookies? I got four because I was going to share them with you. But I don't need two. I got two for you. I don't need two cookies. Plus, you brought me one. That cookie is like probably five cookies put together. Don't say look? that while I'm eating it. It's really good.
0: It is really good. It's super good. I mean, I ate the whole thing, and I planned on not eating the whole thing, I and then know. I ate the whole thing. I know. Also, my cheeks feel a little flush right here
1: because of all the sugar. Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's a lovely. You want to take? It's a pixie dust. Let's <laughs> put it in there, Steve.
0: If you want, we should take a nap. Is <laughs> there any? Is there any podcasting? Is there any podcast that's
1: just those taking a nap? Hey everybody, we're gonna take a quick nap. Why don't you join us? We'll see you in twenty. <laughs>
0: They probably all want one, too. greatest thing this podcast can give you is permission to take a nap. It's going to be okay. Look, nobody's paying attention, we'll really. We'll when you wake up. It's great. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the wonderful thing about bobsleds and banth naps.
1: Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest
0: place on Earth. This time, the throwdown you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends
1: when your chores are done.
0: Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people
1: of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest my country on Earth. Hey everybody, welcome to Bob's and Bantha, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things that Disney Company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about rumors and speculation about Disneyland's reopening, the touching tribute to Black Panther's Chadwick Boseman, going vertical in Disneyland and Disney's California adventure, Daisy Ridley inherits Mark Hamill's Star Wars curse, and in our main segment, what better way to follow our historic interview with Disney legend Bob Gurr? Why, by reviewing Cinderella 3 A Twist in Time, of course, for our Back to the Vault segment. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my co-host, the Anastasia to my Drizella, Aaron absolute humidity robins
0: good you gave me the better you gave, gave me the, you the better, better sister one. yeah
1: I you, there was there are reasons why oh
0: thank you yeah i think we'll find out what's re- up well i don't want to say what's up everybody <laughs> i don't want to say that you just did though i know that's the problem hey everybody welcome back to bobsleds and banthas it feels like it's been a week oh it's been a week all right yeah uh what has been going on in your week uh, you know, just uh, working, editing, editing podcasts, going through just hours of, of audio. Of I give Disney, you so many
1: hours of audio.
0: Of legends uh, content, editing that and trying and, to put it together. And, and then, then I say, like, it?
1: just hold on to that one. Yeah. We're not going to release that one. And you're like, yeah, yes, but- I
0: know I'm sitting on it. I'm sitting on audio right now that I want to hear.
1: I know. I can't wait to hear it. But then, in addition to it, I say we still have to record another show.
0: Yeah, you got to come into the booth and put in your time. You can't just interview. So you people. Were,
1: doing, we we're doing two shows a week now.
0: That's right. And you were like, "What's what's the most hard hitting in depth thing we could do?" And I said, "Cinderella lala." Cinderella lala. What else is new, Scott Storm?
1: Oh, uh, I wanted to make a correction—not a correction, but a clarification. Last week we were talking to Bob. Did you Gird. just do an
0: Aretta hand gesture? What the heck was that? Yeah, it was
1: Aretta hand gesture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was for for you to yeah. know that I am I'm doing an aretta right now. I could tell.
0: I felt like the space time continuum stopped, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I think, something's going to happen." I think
1: our listeners probably even felt that yeah. gesture. Oh, oh. aretta's coming. There's something going on. Bob Gurr last week talked with us about uh, when he was growing up in Los Angeles. Yeah, that he drove past a place and noticed the architecture. Yeah, yeah. And the- he mentioned a place called the Tam O'Shanter. The Tam And we didn't get a chance to talk about what the Tam O'Shanter. We were just both like, "What? That's so awesome!" we love the Tam O'Shanter. And uh, and then I I heard from some of our listeners they're like I don't know what the Tam is. yeah would you is. guys stop talking in Disney code right exactly if you're going to say something that's Maybe very inside it. baseball could you yeah. explain it to us so the Tam shanter I'm assuming you you've certainly driven past you've ever eaten there I've before? never I've never eaten there I've never sat in the booth and we're still not know? describing what it is the Tam shanter is a restaurant the yeah. oldest uh, the oldest operating restaurant in Los Angeles that is also still family owned I think it's been operating since 1912 yeah not owned by the Lowry's
0: Corporation it is owned by okay. the
1: Lowry's but I think the family they still say it's the longest running family okay. owned restaurant so I don't know how that's associated fair enough the thing is just steeped in animation Huge. culture and, and, and it was if I remember correctly it was like across the street or down the street from the original animation studio right? yes when
0: you were allowed to uh, drink martinis at 11 a.m. Yes. or 10 30 or
1: and as many martinis you wanted. <laughs> yeah, because
0: it's what you read stories about knowledge being passed on uh, from animator to junior anime like that was a big deal to get invited yeah. to the Tamashanter. Shanter uh, just it's and like and a specific. prime
1: rib place, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It, dude, how do these people live? Like they drank you at 10.30 no and they ate red meat all day long. I know. And then they would go back to their office and just sit down and draw all day. And then they and then they
1: have a wet bar in their office <laughs> yeah, where right? they're just pouring brandy totally. and whiskey for
0: a time. Yeah, I just don't yeah. understand it. But yeah, Tam uh very famous f- for that. That The part of animation, I love that mystique of the mentor-mentee relationship, the being invited into yeah. a culture, these sort of, I'd like to learn this. Will you, will you, you know, I'm not where you're at right now, so I'm going to come under you your Tutelage, if you will. Right now, it's work. just like I don't need. I don't need you. I got YouTube. You, you couldn't possibly teach me anything. And yeah, I, I, there's,
1: I, there's something lost in the passing of knowledge. In this, you're in a club. This is your special club that you're in. And once you're invited to the Tamashanter, you yeah. know you're in with Walt.
0: Yeah, that's something you come home, you tell your friends, you tell your wife about that, or you tell your husband about that. Like I, I got, I, I went out to lunch. I got, I got the martini. Yeah. Now it's like oh, uh, I, I was first. I was first in the comment thread. First. Oh my gosh, what'd you say? I mean, I said first. I said first. That's yeah, what I was the that's first. That's
1: what you do. I, oh, so were you, were you the first comment? No, I was like the third. <laughs> but I thought I had a chance. I was really I went close. For it, though. I was really close. So the Tamashanter is still operating. And uh, table thirty-one was a favorite table of Waltz. That's where he sat. It was near the the fireplace. And uh, I want you to know. I don't think I told you this. We got
0: reservations. We're I'm I'm working on it.
1: Okay, I'm working on it. I reached out to the Tam O'Shanter yesterday. Okay, and said, "Hey, this is who we are. This is what we want to do. We're Disney History Podcast. You drop some names. You know, I don't I don't want to be too. I don't want to be. It's L.A. So of course I did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Of course I did. Do you know who we are? Oh, well, this is who we. This is who we we run with. Uh, and, and asked whether or not we could record a show about the history of the Tam O'Shanter from Table 31 at the Tam O'Shanter. Ooh, Shanter. that would be amazing. So, uh, what an amazing episode. That's my plan. So if so, uh, listeners, if you would like to hear this, what I would love for you to do, I'm going to mobilize. I'm going to call to action right now, our listeners, to start DMing or tweeting or sending messages to the Tam O'Shanter in Burbank that you want to hear Bob Bobsled and Bantha's broadcast from Table 31. Bobsled and Banthoshanter. Shanter. Bobsled and bamboo shanter. <laughs> so uh so there, there was the Shanter. Can we just shanter. rent out the whole thing? Can we get our listeners you could. in and just rent out
0: the whole thing and have a What if we did cards? a listening
1: party at the Tamo Shanter? Yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking about, with masks or not masks. You Why just put masks? a steak over your mouth.
1: Yeah, you just cover your mouth with a prime rib. <laughs> exactly. Put holes on either side. If you're eating prime rib the entire time, you can't that's spread true. moisture droplets. That's true. Yeah, that's science.
0: Wow, that was 15 minutes on the tam A very important place. It would be, it'd be amazing to do a full episode on it because it is such an important spot in animation history. We right will on. do that. We right on, man. Let's move on to...
1: Uh, let me tell you something else weird, something weird that happened this past week. Okay. I got a photo that I shared with you. <laughs> Something weird happened to you this week, right on? Yeah, that was my. Did you see that was my weird <laughs> gesture? Yeah, yeah. That was. I had my errata gesture. I and just now my uh, uh, my yeah. weird gesture. You found a photo. I shared a photo with you. Yes. Uh, that I received. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to uh, explain this? Sure. Or do if you want it, me to explain.
0: If it? we're, I'll tell you. I'll set up the photo. If we're talking about the same one, I got. A, I got a text from you, and it was two very. Fun-looking guys. Fun-looking guys. Uh, they were wearing uh, white oval name tags. That's right. Uh, and behind them was the Mark Twain nestled right. up, not not in Fowler's Harbor, but just right before it, which is not a normal parking spot yep. for the Mark Twain. Uh, in, obviously, now Disneyland. Not another single person in this photo. No one around them.
1: So who are you allowed to say who those, who I'm
0: those guys gonna are. I'm not going to say who okay. they
1: were, but I received a, a photo and uh and it was from inside Disneyland. Yeah, it was kind of
0: fun to see a photo of people inside Disneyland when it went not when it's closed, but it was kind of fun to
1: see that perspective. Just empty. Yeah. Just just vacant. And how happy they looked. Why did they look so happy? Because they were in Disneyland. Yeah. They were in Disneyland and nobody else was. It's yeah. awesome. Uh so that that was just a that was just a an odd thing to see. Just yeah. again, the the vacantness of the theme park, man, it makes me makes me want to go so badly. Just so excited to go back, and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that in a little bit. Hey, you want to talk about what's coming up on the show next? So week? So much I can't. Uh,
0: you got you you reached out to and gotten our some you know you, you know Jim Hill the uh, Jim Hill the prolific and Pro- prolific is an understatement. The uh, multi prolific, multi
1: prolific. Uh, what would you say? A, He's an entertainment journalist, entertainment
0: with a bent Podcaster. towards.
1: With a bent towards theme park, themed attraction, and that kind of stuff. Nobody knows more about themed entertainment reporting uh or tips on themed entertainment than Jim Hill. Yeah. No doubt about it. Just a fantastic guy, a great storyteller, a great teller of other I mean, people's he stories. He sounds
0: better than us in every way, in every, every category. Way he's wow. better than us. Okay. Well, so uh, nice which is why I'm talking. so
1: excited for him to yeah, be on the show. I, I'm very excited. And then we've got uh September and October planned out, so many fun things happening like interviews every other week and uh, and fun things in between so we're happy you're listening and we got more good stuff lots coming of stuff coming but not before we yodel in the news yeah we yodel in the news it's time for news oh remain seated please permanecer sentados por favor we're going to get into a lot of the news. There's so much news to talk about this week, uh, but we would be remiss if we just didn't at least take a moment to acknowledge the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, of course, the, the the actor that portrayed King T'Challa and Black Panther, as well as a lot of other phenomenal roles like Jackie Robinson in the movie 42 and James Brown in Get On Up. He passed away on August 28th at the age of 43 from cancer. Uh, you've, if you've been on social media, you have probably seen this. Uh, people are just... Uh, an outpouring of love support and sadness over the passing of someone that really was a phenomenal role model. Uh, I mean, his portrayal of black Panther was re- his, has been revered by hundreds and thousands of kids all over the world. Uh, but he did so much for, uh, actors of color yeah. and the legitimacy of African American superheroes and the portrayal of them. Um, one a, a very very touching statement was written by Michael B Jordan who uh, acted opposite of him in Black Panther uh, as mm-hmm. the character Killmonger and just uh, you can go read it on on Instagram it's it's a beautiful tribute to Chadwick Boseman and how much Chadwick uh, influenced Michael B Jordan and how much of a, of a good man he saw in Chadwick Boseman uh, a good father that he saw and how much he loved his craft but also the people that he served in his craft it's just really great and 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 Thought we should just take a few moments to acknowledge that before we move on to uh, more playful and silly things. Moving on to more playful and silly things, Aaron. Did you know that Disneyland?
0: Uh, they took an opportunity this week to show off their uh, Marvel Quinjet. It was a couple weeks ago. Hey, did you know that? Uh, hey, did you know that Disneyland? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I hear somebody told me it was a couple weeks ago. Which you'd beg the question, why are you bringing it up on this week's episode? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? They showed off a couple pictures of that Quinjet. What do you think about that Quinjet?
1: Uh, well, the reason I think we we haven't had an opportunity to talk about it That's because we've been, we've, been, uh,
0: we've been busy with it with just interviews. we crushing it. So, uh, that Quinjet, you like that Quinjet?
1: Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, does it make you more or less excited for Avengers Campus? Same,
0: same, same. exact, same okay. exact. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, another thing that they showed uh, The that-
0: only thing they can do is disappoint me there. They cannot impress wow, me. Wow, really? No, it's tough. It's tough. They've set the bar
1: that high for you, huh?
0: No, I need them to prove that they're going to that the Marvel addition to any theme park is going to be worthwhile. So, okay. it, so I've set the bar high because they're bringing in uh, exterior IP. I was going to so, say, are
1: you skeptical? Are You skeptical of them establishing Marvel within a Disney theme yeah, park? Yeah, I feel like
0: they okay. they owe it they owe it double double the. Uh, I mean, you got to make people fall in love with it in a, in a very tactile way now, in yeah. a very environmental way. So yeah, they, they they can they they can only do wrong by me.
1: Wow, that's uh, uh, it's tough, but yeah, that's really exciting. Quinjet. I'm sure I'm sure they'll be uh, calling me. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be calling <laughs> absolutely. you absolutely, well, Aaron. What do you think? Do we meet your expectations? No, as people are flooding into the theme parks to experience uh, experience Avengers Campus.
0: Anything else you want to talk about that? Because
1: I really want to know what this next thing is about. Uh, yeah, well, no, uh, the the other thing that was revealed yesterday was. Yeah. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway went vertical. What does that mean? It means that the first uh, metal structures oh, were yeah. raised.
0: Oh, for the Disneyland one.
1: For the Disneyland one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they, they... And then at
0: the top of those metal structures, they put a sign that said delayed.
1: Uh, well, no, they didn't do that. Okay. What, what <laughs> but, did they do? But it is delayed. Oh, uh, it is bummer. delayed, but it, uh, it, the Runaway Railway will be opening in 2023. I think it was supposed to be opening in 2021 i was not ready for it in 2021 because well, i'm like you, so you excited about wait. this
0: ride. i love this ride. i've watched it a bunch i love it have you yeah so i'm super into this into this ride. i don't think i don't think little aaron could could hate, handle that in 2021 I,
1: well because little aaron hasn't even gone rise of the resistance how could you do right i can't have both? too much like, yes. especially
0: when we open up from from the pandemic i can't have too much so i'm not glad that it's being delayed but i'm so excited for this ride. who's the imagineer on this
1: well, Ken Rafferty was the lead imagineer on the one in Florida, okay. and so I believe that he remains the lead imagineer yeah. at Disneyland as well. Uh, he obviously has a huge team working working with him, and my understanding is that the sh- the scenes that are taking place in this attraction are going to be huge. Just a gi- you are going to be in giant environments, not unlike. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. So it's really, really exciting to see this starting to take off, and and I am with you. I cannot wait to ride this attraction. I have stayed off of on-ride videos because I knew it was coming to Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. So I haven't watched anything except for the test footage that they released in D23 a couple years ago. Hey, you want to talk about how uh, Daisy Ridley says that there is a lack of jobs uh, after she shot Star Wars? Uh, For everybody in the United States or just her? Uh, I think just her. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's talk about she, that. She says in an interview with, uh, entertainment weekly that, uh, after finishing star Wars quote, nothing was coming through. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know what happened. That's... Like this happened. This is
0: like a, this is a thing you can almost count on happening when you're, uh, I want to say not established, but when yeah. you're semi-established or not established, you hit something huge where the role is just so big and weighty. Yeah. You just get uh, typecast. In yeah. That, right? the, the Harry Potter kids are sort of yeah. like, that's kind of, it's going to take a while before we're ready to see Hermione in something different. Yeah. Uh, Which she was in something different recently that I wanted. Beauty and the Beast.
1: Yeah, and then something else after that. I don't remember.
0: Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. So I I hear that that's a problem. I don't think that's a comment on her. No, I think she's a very
1: talented actress. I think. I think, but I think you're right. I think she probably carries a little bit of the typecasting with her for a little while. Uh, But she, you know, she. uh, One of the things I remember is that she was in Murder on the Orient Express, uh, right around the same time I think after Force Awakens opened, or maybe it was after. Rise of Skywalker, one of the, I'm sorry, uh, The Last Jedi, one of the other, it was interesting to see ray pop up in another movie yeah uh, see because it is that's
0: what happens because you immediately see it and you're so connected to the face that it does jar you out of the experience yeah. so if you're really looking for the suspension of disbelief you can't show a face that is so hotly connected to some other ip yeah. it just it's jarring until that thing's had time so what are you recommending for her
1: i i say you know what i say daisy Voice, ridley
0: voiceover work till do some
1: voiceover work you're wait, gonna lay, you're gonna wait 25
0: years and then they'll kill you on screen
1: yeah, yeah, you'll come back. Yeah, You'll come back for a, a heroic death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, But in the meantime, yeah, I mean, there's some good VO work that you can do. Listen, you're you're a lovely actress. Uh, loved your portrayal. I think I think you'll find work. There's a little thing called uh, COVID-19. It's sweeping oh, the world yeah. at this point. Oh, fun. So I think there are probably a lot of actors that are sort of impacted by that at this point.
0: Hey, Aaron. Hey, Scott Storm. Mandalorian
1: season two. Are you excited? I thought you said you had something for me. I didn't hear anything. What came out of your mouth? Season he said, hey, Aaron, and then
0: I didn't hear anything out of that. Season
1: two of The Mandalorian is coming out October 30th on Disney+. Wow. That's all there is. I don't have anything else to say other than that. We can yeah. move on. I'm just saying okay. I'm excited. What that means is we got to get cracking on that Mandalorian season one retrospective.
0: Yeah, that's, that's soon. It is soon. soon. Mandalorian season two, October 30th. Disney+. Right Plus. Yeah. Super excited. Uh, are they going to weekly that thing or, they, or is it bingeable?
1: No, I think it's weekly. weekly? That's, that's what okay. they did the first time was it, was, yeah, yeah. Released it once a week. Uh, along with that, there's some new news coming out about the Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah, I saw I saw something about that. Don't know what I saw. Why don't you tell me what I saw? They attached a writer to it, and that writer is Katie Dippold. Okay. Uh, she uh, r- has written the most recent Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. So she's been attached to uh, to, to write the Haunted Mansion movie with Guillermo del Toro. Wow, who, uh, he was—he's been attached to this project for a very long time as the executive producer, producing, writing, and starring, or just what what roles is he getting? Guillermo del Toro, uh, of course, the uh, visionary director of the Hellboy series and yeah. of, I think the Orphanage was another one that he did. Kay. So it, and uh, Crimson Peak, which was sort of a very gothic horror movie that came out yeah uh pan's labyrinth was yeah. another guillermo del toro um so he's been attached to executively this for quite a while they just haven't been able to land on an actual person and start putting it together so it looks like katie dippold is uh is attached and yeah. she's gonna be writing and um, we have no idea how the new ghostbusters have come out because it's been delayed what but.
0: do you think happened Obviously, this has happened. So, what do you think happened when, when Disney asked Tim Burton to write the Haunted Mansion or direct the Haunted Mansion? What did he say? He was just like, "No." Do you think that happened? How did? How would you not ask him? It seems like uh, it seems like I want to say a natural fit. But it seems like you would get a weird good movie. Oh, you're like you're soft on Tim Burton directing a haunted mansion movie
1: in 2020. In 1997, totally different okay. story. Yeah, okay, that's but fair. I, that's I feel fair. like Tim Burton. I mean, let's take a look at what Tim Burton has done for Disney. He's done. Alice in Wonderland. The yeah. Live action.
0: Which we're split on.
1: Uh, are we split on it? You think it's a good movie? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay, so we're not split <laughs> okay, on it then. Uh he did the live action Dumbo. Yeah. And I believe he I believe he did the the follow up to Alice in Wonderland through Looking Glass, or maybe he was just a producer on it. I can't yeah. I can't recall. So I feel like right, Tim Burton and a Haunted Mansion movie, I would have loved to have seen that uh before Two thousand. Yeah,
0: we all want to know what that movie looks like. We don't want that to be the only one we get. Is exactly. that what we're saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. The, Feel G- like he should get first crack at it because mm-hmm. of the whole holiday overlay thing. But
1: well, yeah, that's a good point. I I think uh, a Guillermo del Toro steered yeah. haunted mansion could be phenomenal. I'm I do very too. Yeah, excited about yeah. That. Is, that, is he in Star Wars? He's the. Is he the... the, the Are you spine? thinking of Benicio Del Toro?
0: I mean, I, I know Guillermo too, but yeah, I was thinking of Benicio okay. for a second. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're thinking of Benicio Del Toro, who was in Star Wars. Yeah, I like that guy too. Guillermo Del Toro, not in Star Wars. Not in
0: Star Wars. Pan is weird too. It is. I'm with you. It's
1: really good. Okay. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, great in Usual Suspects. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we get him in that Haunted Mansion. Benicio Del Toro in Haunted yeah. Mansion?
1: yeah. That would be great yeah. because you would have Benicio del Toro storing in a Guillermo del Toro movie. right? We just called Haunted Mansion the bull. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like, <laughs> I like it, curse too. Curse of the bull. Curse of the bull. <laughs> we exactly. Right. We do a whole energy drink with it. Move over, Kate Diplode or whatever I just said. We're writing the new Haunted Mansion movie.
0: Yeah. Or making the new Haunted Mansion energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. What else you got? Oh, some California news? No. This is the big news. Oh, man. Hit me with this. The news is so long. You guys said you were going to talk about Cinderella 3. I tuned in for Cinderella 3. All you've been talking about is the bull for 4
1: hours. We got to cut this down. Yeah, no problem. Aaron, we got to cut this down. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, here's the big news. This okay. Week. Um, okay. Whatever wait. you cut out before this, I yeah. don't care. It's yep. fine. All right. You can leave this in as the only news item,
0: man. This better be good. listeners.
1: You should know. We listened. We talked about a lot of news items yep. before a lot this of mountain biking, talk. a lot of mountain biking talk, a lot of talk about eating prime rib at the Tam O'Shanter. It's all so that we can talk about the biggest news of the week, yep. which is that Disneyland. There is a rumor right now that Disneyland is targeting September 28th as a reopening date. Wow, that's that's this month. That's this 2020. month. This very month. The month that we are in right now, September. Are we booking hotel rooms? Are we doing this? Well, I don't think they're releasing hotel rooms yet. Because work is still a little bit like, we could kind of just go. I, I do feel like we could probably disappear for a Dude, little we're while. we're going. We're going. I feel like we should go down. We should. So Disney has said, Blog com has reported that... Disneyland has been internally targeting September 28th as the reopening date, which they shifted from July 17th, which was their original opening date. Right. Yep. Disney Parks chairman Josh Damaro. Josh Del Toro. <laughs> sorry, Josh. Listeners, you would have only gotten that joke if we left in yeah, the five minutes we did on the Haunted Mansion movie. Right. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Who knows? Who Josh Damaro. Josh Damaro said that Disneyland is ready to reopen, quote unquote as soon as the state of California releases guidelines and sets a date for the theme parks to reopen. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Disney so is, uh, you know, Disney, like the rest of California is at the whim of California's governor right now in terms of who gets to operate and who doesn't get to operate. Uh, and,
0: I'll tell you what's really weird because they that? have this thing inside of Disneyland called the Bippity Boppity Boutique, which yep. is a salon that's operating right. inside of a theme park, operating inside of a pandemic uh, state. I mean, what are the rules for that?
1: I feel like you can open
0: that. Okay. Salons inside theme parks are cool.
1: That's right. It's I essentially think outside a, anyways. So, even the, so I say open up Disneyland to open up Bippity Boppity Boutique. That's what I say. And then, then you're good. Because you can Diva. also have outdoor dining.
0: You sure can. So why it's not? almost all outdoor dining. That's
1: right. Even the indoor dining is outdoor dining. And all of your outdoor activities just have to be socially distanced. Yeah. And so you're talking Jungle Cruise, yeah, that can happen. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain, that's happening. Splash Mountain, that's happening. Yeah, you got of, a lot of outdoor stuff. Trying to think of what's right the
0: now. what's the best socially distanceable line? All of them start off great, and then they get a little because you'd think like, oh, Haunted Mansion's pretty good. That's easy to distance until you get into the elevator, and then then it's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, that would good pun. Uh, that would be a challenge uh. Uh, to to do Haunted Mansion, but I feel like the best socially distanced line has got to be Rise of the Resistance because Theoretically, there's no line, right? Can't you? Just Correct. Yeah, because of the virtual it? pass. Because of the virtual pass. Where you're
0: talking Matterhorn? If it's every six feet, that thing goes around the Matterhorn three times. Yeah. What loop are you on? I'm on loop two. Oh, you got about an hour and a half. Yeah, oh, well, good luck. Good luck with that. It's one to a cart and goes around three times.
1: Uh, a part of the line goes into and through. It's a small world. and <laughs> yeah, comes back get,
0: out. You have to get on the boat. You have to ride. To it's a small world. Line. To yep. get
1: out at the end of It's a Small World, get into that line that gets you into. Exciting the news item.
0: More exciting by the possibility that we are getting a Winnebago and heading down to Anaheim. Oh
1: my goodness! Uh, I we have an load, interview to load do load down there too. We could do a twofer. We, we have a couple of interviews. We could that we do a do uh, couple
0: of interviews. That's right. And then uh, and then we can write the whole thing. I don't know how writing stuff off works, but I think that's what people off. say.
1: We can just write it, off. We can write it off. We're just going to write it off. Oh, very fun. Uh, this is all, of course, dependent on what Governor Gavin Newsom says uh, with regard to reopening. Yeah. He gave a press conference on uh, last Friday. He said that he and state officials are quote actively working with Disneyland and other California theme parks on a quote very dynamic conversation end quote about how to reopen major tourist destinations uh, after, of course, the coronavirus uh, closures have stretched more than man we're going on almost six months isn't that crazy it's nuts it's yeah. bananas it's stationary bananas
0: it's stationary bananas to to think about that we've had a podcast doing great stuff Disneyland's not been open for almost the entirety that's right of it
1: uh, I believe it's not been open for the entirety yeah
0: so we're gonna go down there we're gonna mask up it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. great yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be
1: great my my kids are gonna be furious with me
0: what'd you say I said, I said do you like this ride I can't hear you yeah. you're muffled I oh, don't worry about uh, it. I can't see it. anything. My glasses are fogged up. It's
1: going to be great. It's going to be so much be awesome. fun. <laughs> Lots of selfies of us in masks. Yeah. It's going to be great. You want me to throw you a Dole Whip? Yeah, I'll be out there. Just huck it. Live reaction. W- what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think at this point in the game, knowing what we know now about uh, COVID-19, how it spreads who is most susceptible to it, those types of things, and how you can mitigate the spread. Do you feel like Disneyland could safely reopen at this point, or do you think we want to wait till uh, the beginning of the new year or something like that?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think the question for me is a better phrase. Do I think that Disneyland and Disney can execute on the things that we believe to be safety protocols? And yeah, I think I think that they can. I think they can do that. Will people follow them? Is that actually how this whole thing works? I have no idea. Yeah, right. I don't have an opinion on that. But the things we've determined as a culture that work or that we need to do, the masking, the washing, the distancing, the plexiglassing, all that, they probably can. My my bigger concern is like, I mean, Disneyland's not really reopening. It's like Yes. trying to reopen. Yes. It, it's available. I would say that. I almost like that better to say Disneyland's becoming available again yeah. on September 20th, but it's not reopening. And I would almost rather have them stay closed until we can just be like, all right, we got it. We figured this whole thing out. Yeah, that's totally a- nailed it. Let's open clean. Let's open with a big bang. Not the uh, we're, we're making it available. If you want to come, you can. Uh, it's like We built a swimming pool. We didn't put water in it. So you can jump, but it's going to hurt. But it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, and you probably I just, shouldn't <laughs> jump. You probably shouldn't. But, but you can we, do it if you I want. I know you guys really want to go swimming, and we have the we pool. We get it. We just can't put water in it because you know water's dangerous. Well, th-
1: this is a good uh, hypothetical question for you. Then, yeah. like uh, again, Disney seems to have have done it. Universal seems to have, have done it in Florida. Yeah, they've got the plexiglass everywhere. They got the mass They got the distancing. They got all the, the the reduced capacity. All those things, right? Yeah. And so you could apply all that to California. Yeah. Okay. My question to you is. Would you want Disneyland to open oh, for you, for yeah. you specifically? Would you want Disneyland to open with all of that in place, or would you prefer it just stay closed until it can reopen and be Disneyland again?
0: Um So let's put a, let's put a number on that. Yeah. I, I'd be willing to. I would be to have it open just as it was when it closed. No, yeah, no thing like it's just the Disneyland. Uh, but you
1: does. can you can get on uh, Rise of the Resistance easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fine or or at all. Yeah. Uh, I am willing to wait another 18 months yeah. to have that happen. Yeah. Another year and a half, I was going to say 2 years that starts to feel like oh, a long like a I'm, long I'm time. I'm pushing I'm pushing late for no, Runaway
1: Railway will be open by that time. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> when I ride Runaway Railway that sign that tells you about all the conditions applies to me. Yeah. So I have to yeah. re- actually have to start reading those signs. <laughs> so I'm willing to wait 18 months to get Disneyland back to get Disneyland back the way it was. If we're talking 5 years or never yeah. then I have no other choice. I have right. no other choice to accept. Uh, what it is and to uh, hope that that this is their uh, this is disneyland's opening offer yeah to what this looks like and there will be a progression of this doesn't work this is that we can change this to make it more magical we can do that i'll take this as a learning phase but i'd prefer not to i'd prefer to just go back
1: yeah i think 18 months makes sense i mean it does seem like a long time i mean uh, you're talking about 18 months from now sure a so, year yeah, and so, a half from now so
0: yeah so t- so about a two year two closure. years yeah
1: That would be really I mean, obviously, we wouldn't want that. I mean, I wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that. But but I agree with you. Like if I knew that Disneyland was going to stay closed and was going to open up in 2023, no masks, no worry about social distancing, no plexiglass, nothing that's ruining the show of Disney. I I would be happy to ride that out. It would be hard, but I'm happy to ride that out. Uh, but that's that's personally how it. And because again, when I think about going back down to Disneyland, I think about taking my kids. And honestly, I just I want them to have the Disney show that they should expect to have. Yeah. And and right now, what is happening in Florida is great. It's just not what I would want from the Disney magical experience that they you yeah. be used to having.
0: And I know it's going to be different for SoCal residents and for people that used to. And if, yeah. and, if, and if six months ago you told me like, hey, bad news, did you hear Disneyland's closing for two years? I would have lost my yeah, marbles. You yeah, you would have punched that
1: person out. Yeah,
0: I would have just ran around screaming, <laughs> ripping stuff <stole laughs> off. Right? But now now that we've lived through this and it's a real thing, uh, now I'm willing to accept another 18 months of it to just yeah. get, get back what I had. Um, whereas if we start this podcast and we start off with like, hell, Disneyland's closed for two years. <laughs> what do you
1: think? Let's start a Disneyland podcast. That's oh, crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going into the back of the vault to discuss 2007's direct-to-video release, Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. What do two dads who have no business talking about this think? Well, you'll find out in a moment. Coming up next... What? A perfectly perfect life. It's a fairy tale come true. I'm a princess and a wife, all because I fit a shoe. When I dreamed of love, who'd have guessed I'd end up here? At the end of a perfectly perfect year. Would my perfectly perfect wife put on her perfectly fitting shoes? You found my shoes. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Better hurry. Uh, hey, Aaron. Hey, Scott Storm. Back of the vault is a segment where we blow off the dust off of some films stored in the Cobwebby. Would you call them Cobwebby? Not this movie. Not Mm -mm. Cobwebby
0: at all. Cobwebby. It's in the back, but it's not the backpack.
1: It's not the backpack. Yeah. Uh, but we take a look in the Disney Vault to determine whether or not they should make their way out for your viewing. Blizzard, yeah, yep. Or whether they're best left where they are. I am so solidly ready to like make
0: a recommendation for or against Cinderella. Oh, 3. I can't like, wait! I am so I ready wait. to like give you a, a proclamation. Like, uh, this we, is this is my opinion. This is this. my opinion of this movie. You walk into the back of the vault, you get this uh, very plasticky clamshell thing, and you go. Yep. And you pry it open. Inside, you got Cinderella three, or you get it on Disney Plus. You get. You could just watch. Yeah. You plus. could just do. That's probably be better.
1: I felt like it was a perfect time to review this movie. Yeah. Uh, what with the release of Bill and Ted's coming yeah. out. Yeah. Bill, Bill and Ted's face the music. Yeah. Bill and Ted's face the music. Thirty-one years after the first movie debuts. Sure. And so uh, hey, thanks for stealing one of my taglines so early in the show. Oh, I'm so sorry about <laughs> that's that. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, you can make up for it later. Uh, we decided to discuss, uh, you know, this classic time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, I would say that had fans of the original saying, "Well, of course they were going to make this movie." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 2007, Cinderella 3's A Twist in Time. 2007 is not that long ago. It's not that long, yeah. but it is a follow up to the 1950 release of Cinderella, which was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, and then Cinderella 2 happens in what what, what year? I don't want to talk about Cinderella 2. Oh, we don't acknowledge it? I'm not acknowledging it. I've never seen it. No.
1: It's not a real movie, is that true? Is it short, a series of short films? Cinderella 2, do you mean Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True? I uh, don't know what I mean. That's what you mean. Okay. <laughs> Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True, also a straight to video uh, sequel of Cinderella. That was, I believe, it's three independent tales that are I woven that together. Well.
0: Yeah, I believe that. Have as you well.
1: ever seen Cinderella Two? I Dreams Come True.
0: I have not, but uh, I have more to say on that three tales woven together thing later in this episode. Oh, Very oh, interesting. interesting. You're going to want to stay tuned for that.
1: Uh, how did we get here? How do we get to having Cinderella Three? Yes. How how is it that uh-huh. we went from interviewing Bob Gurr and Rolling? Oh, Trump as a podcast, as a podcast, and now we said. Well, I guess the next logical step is to interview, is to review Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time.
0: Yeah, was this my doing? Uh, It was. I'm sorry. Uh, It's okay because it's a it's a it's a fun concept for two reasons. One, our, uh, our Disney movies sort of timeless, ageless, and all that stuff. that You can just kind of watch them. doesn't matter who you are or where you are. Uh, and we're both dads. We have kids. So these are the types of movies that uh, you sit through. And yeah. then in the first five minutes, you decide, I'm, I'm going to watch this. I'm, I'm gonna, willing to watch this. I'm going to get through this. Yeah. And I wonder if I can use my phone. If I just prop it up under my sleeve here and just kind of look at it. That's do, interesting do, do, that do
1: the, that's a tack that you took.
0: Do, do, they, do they know that I'm not watching this movie at all? Did you watch this movie? I totally watched this
1: I movie. I watched the heck out of this Did movie. you
0: watch the, I didn't watch the heck out of oh, it Oh, I
1: watched the heck out of it.
0: But I watched it, watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh meaning I,
0: I did not do my iPhone or my iPad while watching this movie. I'm
1: pretty sure that this came up as a result of me flipping through uh Disney Plus. Yeah. and stumbling upon Di- uh Cinderella 3: Twist in Time and I remarked to my kids, "I think this is a time travel movie." <laughs> yeah, and we they love time travel. You have to do that for Bob and Bantha. Oh, good. Like good. They, were, they were like my my 10-year-old daughter was like, "You must Watch this movie for Bob's and You must talk about it with Mr. Robbins. She well, calls
0: thank Mr. you, Robbins. thank you, Low Pressure yeah, Storm low pressure for storm. Uh, for dictating what I did last night. I sat on the couch <laughs> with my family, iPad and pencil in hand, taking notes on Cinderella Three, and I believe paused it at one point to rewind it,
1: made sure I understood a plot just point. Just to make sure, yeah, just just to a, to I'll make sure I get down. that. I think the reason why she asked us to do this was really just the sadistic pleasure of watching two men in their forties watch. A straight-to-video sequel. Yeah. Not even the direct sequel. The yeah, three-quel, sequel sequel. The yeah. three-quel, yep. threequel to Cinderella. Yep. Uh, background on this movie?
0: Threequel is what I called my cough syrup company. Didn't last long. <laughs> threequel is not bad for cough syrup. What was your question? You want me to summarize the movie? I don't
1: understand that joke.
0: <laughs> Threquel. Cool. Some side effects. You should check with your doctor before, before taking Threquel. Cool. is known to cause abrasions and, and yeah. Anyway. Did you say
1: abrasions? <laughs> abrasions. is known to cause abrasions and memory loss. <laughs> yep, yeah. Check with your doctor. Threquel. Your
0: ticket to a sneeze-free summer.
1: <laughs>
0: what was your question
1: about my, my question was uh, background on this movie. Yeah. So, again, came out in 2007. Yep. It was uh, produced by Disney Toon Studios. Disney Toon Studios, yeah. You know stuff about Disney Toon. I know a lot about Disney Toon Studios. Uh, please, please educate me and the Bantha Tears on Disney Toon Studios.
0: Yeah. First, we have to talk about what was Disney. Uh, Disney has three, you know, primary ways that they get media out. They have feature films. Yep. Then they have TV comes on the scene for them. I think in 1954 yeah. they do their first weekly series, and that show is called Actually. Disneyland. So their first weekly thing, and it becomes Wonderful World of Disney or whatever. Uh, and then this thing happens in 1985. We get direct to video. We have the ability to just produce media and put it right into VCRs, yep. Betamaxes, whatever you got. Uh, and Disneyland, uh, Disney joins this game in 1990. Sure. With uh, DuckTales, uh, The Magic oh, Lamp.
1: DuckTales of the movie.
0: Yeah, DuckTales something yes. something in the Magic Lamp. I don't remember what it is. So now they have this these three ways to get media out there. Feature films the premiere thing, television, I would say is probably the number 2 spot, yep. and direct to video. So they did this interesting thing for a while. So here's what they would do though is that they would they would say we want to do a television series about about this this story that we have is be whatever Aladdin whatever it is. Yeah. Um so go write go write a TV series for it, but the first 3 episodes need to be the same storyline because if you do a good job, uh-huh. we're going to take those three stories and actually make a direct to video out of them if you do a real Really, really, really good job. We'll make them into a feature movie. I don't know that that ever happened. I don't okay. know that they ever went feature with a three series pilot, but some of those did actually get turned into direct to video. So they went, they left the
1: sort of TV production and became movies. That's interesting. Side note. Yeah. That's what happened with the uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Really? The Clone Wars movie that came out was, I think the first three episodes of the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. That they had originally made the TV show. And then they said like, well, we're going to release this for feature. And, uh, and then they had the series yeah, so, so, so this Disney Tune Studios is sort of the same type of idea this is
0: yeah something that's been going on in the studios forever it's sort of a farm league thing whereas, yeah. the, and you'll see this you'll see episode, the first three episodes of a new series were the same storyline in case they wanted to make a movie oh, okay. or release them as a movie later but Disney Tune Studios I don't know when it starts around 1990 I guess no, uh, I, I late 80s right. or something like that and the thing just gets called a bunch of different things it's had a bunch of different names uh, And it, it, I don't want to say it's like the rep, red-headed stepchild but as people Believe when Katzenberger leaves to go form DreamWorks, it splits into two divisions, becomes two different things. Yep. Another studio head leaves, splits into number of different things, gets put in all sorts of divisions. Uh, and to me, it has this sort of roller coaster life where it gets put with really cool things like yeah. feature animation. It's a part of that department for a while, and then it's lowest point. Maybe this isn't the lowest point. I believe it gets it's part of uh, Disney Consumer Products for a little the, while. That's right. That's yeah, right. And, and it's just it's just all over the place um, of, of what it's doing. And I think the only thing I want to say is that there was a lady uh Sharon Morell I think was her name something like that through all these different people departing and it splitting into different divisions and departmental divisions she stuck with it the whole time
1: was she the head of the studio she became the head of yeah. that
0: studio she started as maybe a like a director or a division okay. head, became a vice president became a president she made things like, I don't know much about what she did but uh, she she made Tigger for sure yeah uh, she made Neverland oh and she made uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas oh okay I don't know if she had anything to do with Twice Upon a Christmas but Twice Upon a Christmas is like one of my favorite uh, things produced by Blur the Blur animation studio down in Southern California Keith Lango one of the lead animators I on that I
1: I've ever seen Twice Upon a Christmas
0: it's the CG version of it so so anyways, uh, Disney Toons Studios, is the only other thing I would share, and then you just jump, jump in with whatever. you're know, Is it's it's not a traditional animation studio in the fact that it's it, they do have a building in Glendale. Yeah, I believe they do have animators there. Probably directors of animation. It's not there, there anymore. Out. It's been it's been yeah. shut down. Yep, it like has. 2017, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, in, in no small part due to uh, Lasseter. Yeah, and and uh, is when he enters the studio, he says, "We don't want to do sequels anymore. It cannibalizes uh, our feature stuff. Stop, right. stop doing that." Um, so not a traditional st- studio, like where they employed hundreds of animators in a building and stuff like that. It's actually made up of lots of other animation studios from other countries. So they have Disney tunes, Japan, Canada, France, oh, okay. Australia, okay. a bunch of different ones. Uh, Japan did the Heffalump movie, I think I could okay. be totally wrong on that. Um, and then I guess I can say now that I believe, correct me if you know me to be wrong on this, uh, Disney, oh, I will. F- okay. Disney and <laughs> France did the DuckTales movie and Disney, Disney tunes, Australia, Disney Toons Australia did this movie, Cinderella 3, that we're I removing. I have no idea. Yeah. I,
1: I assumed that all of these things were coming out of Burbank.
0: They're totally not, which oh, is, I don't know if it's a bummer or not a bummer, but they have these little these little shops set up uh, all over the place, and they all start to shut down in 2005, 6, 7, and every studio then does their last movie, and this was, I believe, the last movie of Disney Toon Australia. So let
1: me ask a question. Yeah. Was this, uh, were they also doing the TV shows as well, or were those being shipped off to a different... Uh, studio. They had so many different divisions
0: that I think TV often was handled by other things. Okay, I don't know for sure. These ones were touted as handling uh, direct-to-video and spin-off stuff. Okay, so if it were a was a spin-off or a direct-to-video sequel, I guess I shouldn't say direct-to-video. Uh, a sequel or a spin-off was what these these studios' bread and butter was. So like a Scam uh, Lady and the Tramp, Scampy to Dampity, yep. uh, something like that. Scampy's uh, Happy Time. Yeah. Yeah. All the. Yeah, they, gonna...
1: I would say that I would say Disney Toon Studios. More or less notorious for the '90s and early 2000s of sequels of classic movies, right? Yeah, with an occasional, uh, with an occasional real bright spot. So, for example, one of my favorite movies of all time, a goofy movie, came out of Disney Studios. Totally, yeah. Ninety-seven is that right? Ninety-five. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, yeah, ninety-five. Sure. Yep. 95 because it was 25 they celebrated their 25th year yeah, this year. Yeah yeah. Uh, so that that was a feature release. That came out of Disney Toon Studios and I think that there were the Tinkerbell movies, the the uh, the all the fairy the, and Tinkerbell movies, movies came, came out, out of, of Studios, Disney yeah. Toon Studios. So there were uh, some some hits, but then I think the luster of the studio Uh, really got tarnished by what felt like just a lot of underdeveloped attempts to make sequels to, like you said, like your Lady and the Tramp sequels, your... Jungle, Jungle Book 2 and Jungle for Book sure. 3.
0: Yeah, Lion King had a bunch of Lion stuff. King. And I think it becomes, it's an interesting thing for a company like Disney to think about because uh, you're either a content company, which Disney is, or you're an intellectual property story company. Yeah. And if you're a content company, you don't really care. People just want content. Netflix, save Stranger Things, which is now an IP thing. It's yeah. a platform. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're a content company. Just put it out, see what hits. And, and so Disney kind of is operating under that thing of just, People like Lion King, make a bunch of Lion King, yeah. get it out there. They're going to buy it. They're going to love yeah. it. Uh, Lasseter has a very different feeling on that, that we're a story, I think, company. I mean, I'm adding some thoughts to this myself. But we're a story company. When you do that, you're actually taking away from the story part right. of it. You're, you're sort of diminishing the brand yeah. through the release of those types of stories. says, knock it off in 2006. They're already winding down before he gets there, 2006, yeah. and then everybody starts doing their last movie after that. That takes us to Cinderella 3 from the Australians.
1: Well, and Lasseter did save us from some of what – I would call some For of the more sure. egregious yeah. ideas like we had discussed earlier, Pinocchio Two, the Cats 2. Two, yeah, uh, just some some of those movies where you go, like, I don't want to have anything to do with those. Uh, so he did save us from that. But your your comment about IP versus content is really interesting in the guise of Disney Plus. In some yeah. ways, you would think that Disney Tune Studios more uh, apt to be in operation now with Disney Plus, where. Disney has to be concerned with content. So it may not be the, the, the best storytelling ever, but you are releasing y- your new series over and over again.
0: Yeah, you're keeping it in front of people. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this. Does direct-to-video, does this whole thing, Disney Toon Studios, feel like an like Eisner would have loved this thing?
1: Oh, 100%. Like, I, I had assumed that Disney Toon Studios is all Eisner's idea. Uh, d- just because Eisner being the visionary or the yeah, champion champion of the Disney decade yeah. of just Disney's vast expansion in theme parks and in media. Yeah. This 100% comes out of the Eisner playbook as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. I love it all. I've read uh, Disney. If you've read Disney war, it's, it's hard to be an Eisner fan. If you've read Disney war the book, I've read it multiple times. And I'm still I'm just a huge yeah. Eisner fan. I know he was probably awful to people. I know people were hurt by that kind of stuff. But there's just something about this whole thing about the direct to video stuff that I love, and that's yeah. why I was I was anytime somebody like dares me to watch like, hey, why don't you watch Fox and the Hound Houndeer getting houndier. I'm like, you <laughs> bet, houndier. you bet, I
1: am. I'm gonna totally get Houndeer. One hundred percent. I just love that whole thing. I well, love I love it. I'm not offended by it at all. You must have loved watching Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time so much that you can tell us what a Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time movie is. Uh, what do you mean, what it's about? Yeah, it's,
0: uh, what's it's it about? A, oh, well, you see what happens is uh, the, uh, What well, here's what's going on. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on. You were not on. ready
1: for this question. I was not
0: ready, but I know exactly what happens.
1: It's a time tra- it's a Cinderella time travel movie.
0: Kinda, it's kind of a Cinderella yeah. time travel movie in that the, the, are they called the Ugly Stepsisters? They're the... Anastasia and, and Baroque Salt.
1: Nope, okay. Anastasia and-, and Drizella. And Drizella, they are the wicked stepsisters. The wicked
0: stepsisters yes. uh, under there. They 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 figure out that uh, the fairy godmother has has got this wand thing she can do stuff with. Yep. And they take that wand and they use it to time travel to the night of the the, the big ball, the the day after the big ball. I think it's the day after, uh, or the evening after uh, the ball where the glass slipper is put on the foot. That's right. And they think we can just change the details of this. I can be the one that gets on the glass slipper, and so they go on a on a, on a, 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 a uh, escapade a capade a caper a caper yeah they go on a caper to uh they time travel and then they insert anastasia the better of the two yeah she's the she's the
1: redheaded uh yeah. redheaded redhead she's the redhead yeah. i was gonna say redheaded stepchild but she's not yeah. cinderella is the stepchild yeah. she's the redheaded stepsister
0: so, they, uh, so they, they they, time travel back to change the event so that, that Anastasia can actually end up marrying uh, Prince, the prince there. Prince Charming. Prince Charming. I know. Correct. I know. Prince Charming. Uh, and then they just go on this adventure of finding out really two things. What is, what is true love? How do you determine what true yeah. love is? How do you get it? And, uh, is it, is it better to, 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 marry for what you think you want or to marry so that you can actually be loved and they, uh, be loved by the person marrying you? And so, uh, they, they attempt to answer that question through the movie, but that's, that's the plot. Very easy to understand. Very travel. easy to
1: understand. There are many different things that happen in this movie, which we will get into. Yeah. But let's not bury uh, the review right now. Okay. What did you think? What did you think about this? Um... I really liked this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> it's like you expect it to be so bad with the
0: title and the twist in yes. time and the directed video of it. And then the opening, they start singing, and then you're like, oh, this is gonna like, be oh, a total train wreck. None of the magic makes any sense. Right. And you're like,
1: this And it's is... like Prince Charming and Cinderella, they're singing about their first year or their their first anniversary, and yeah. it's this like
0: really super cheesy song. Horribly cheesy song. You think like this is a cautionary tale of, of like hipsterism and, and yes. Karens <laughs> and things like that in the world. And and then it just like. Karens it's a, and Todds? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it turns into. A very understandable story uh, that moves at a predictable pace, which is hard for kids' movies. Kids will sure. watch anything. So yeah. some of them, I'm like, I don't even know what's happening in this movie. And my kids are just like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. I like this. Right. Uh, but this is very easy to follow. So I like that. And then the last 20 minutes of it become like this kind of like heady love thing. Totally. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It is. Uh, it, yeah. So so my experience with with this was. With a big twist at the end. There's a big twist. Huge twist. A twist twist in time, if you will. It's genius. A (laughs) twist in time. I was, I'm so glad you liked this movie. Because I thought, I thought, wow, this is going to be really interesting because we're going to sit down and Aaron's going to tell me all the reasons why he didn't like this. And I'm going to talk about all the reasons why I did like it. Yeah. So I'm really pleasantly surprised that you like it
0: straight up ready to just not like it's so easy not to it's like it. It's so
1: easy not to like but it. But then
0: you're just like, this movie makes sense when the twist happens, the twist and the twist in the time and, and and then how they resolve that. Yeah. That's I that almost feels like a feature film worthy reveal. Like uh, not the animation and not all the story, but that particular part feels like a
1: frozen esque uh, plot reveal that's really sweet and nice. So uh do you want to? Go, should we go through the beats of this movie so we can we can talk about that? I mean, whatever and then, you want, wherever you
0: want to do, buddy, so, buddy, boy. Yeah, we're
1: talking Cinderella, Cindy People Three. People that I work with are out there listening keep, <laughs> to me. I'm
0: getting fired as the, we speak. The Entire
1: executive team yeah, that we uh, report to every week. I is love like, it.
0: What are you guys doing?
1: In oh, there? it's a new low, guys. They started talking about Cinderella Three. You know how they were talking about Disneyland before? It's a oh, new it's low. Even they're even they're talking about a direct to video <laughs> sequel to <laughs> yeah. Cinderella. Right away, it's. Cinderella living the high life, and the Cinder and the stepsisters, and Lady Tremaine, the the wicked stepmother, have not changed their uh, position in life in any way. They're like not invited to the castle. Like yeah. In no do they way. own a
0: restaurant? What's going on? Why do they have so many dishes that need to be cleaned?
1: They A, a cottage, maybe? Okay. Like a, a, a very well-visited cottage, suppo- may, yeah. maybe? they're I either think.
0: making bank with the amount of dishes they're yeah. cleaning, or they e- eat an ordinate amount.
1: Uh, maybe Lady Tremaine is hosting a lot of people. She's okay. probably hosting a lot of okay. parties and things like that. Okay, that makes uh, especially sense. Especially because she's not invited to the castle, so she's trying to maintain whatever power she has. And uh, and they see Cinderella and Prince Charming yucking it up in love with each other. Singing
0: the song, Perfectly Perfect Life.
1: Perfectly Perfect.
0: Which could, with some lyric change, could fit into a Frozen movie.
1: Oh, absolutely. A Perfectly Perfect Life. It was good. It was, the, the music was really enjoyable <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Somewhat, a little schmaltzy, like yeah. a little schmaltzy, but... No schmaltzier than the original Cinderella, yeah. by by far, and certainly as musically on point with it.
0: There are several songs since we're talking about music that are literally seven notes long and and twelve seconds, where you're yes. like, oh, a song is starting. Oh nope, it's and over.
1: It's, <laughs> and it's, over. Oh, it's done. Okay, yeah. Uh, refrain is an understatement. It's yeah. just uh, yes, it's a it's a sentence. It's a sung sung sentence, yep. uh, and so you know they're looking on and. Uh, they're jealous of what Cinderella has. They realize that this ha- all happened because of magic. Yeah. They end up uh, stumbling upon Fairy Godmother's wand. And Lady Tremaine turns into just like, I mean, Wicked Stepmother is an understatement. Right. She is evil. She's straight up like Maleficent evil. Yeah. Where she comes at concocts this plan of going back in time. Uh, I believe she said, she calls on, I wrote this down. She calls on all the powers of the universe. Yeah. To turn back time to the part where all her troubles began. Does everybody know how to cast spells just innately? How does she know magic? I don't I, I don't know. If Every, you got a magic wand, wouldn't you try whatever you could? Just start saying stuff? Just Roses stuff. blue and black of night, I call upon. Give so, me sight. Okay, yeah. boom. And then now you can see in the dark. It seems something. like
0: anybody that gets this wand, there's two types of wands, right? There's focusing wands yep. where they don't do anything. They just help you focus your power and charged wands. No, this is a... This is a charged one. Yeah, this it, is a charged one. You're able to just... Do whatever Deuce, you d- want. With do it. stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she does, and she she takes every. She goes back in time. Yeah, I mean this is, it is a time travel movie. They go back in time to the yeah. moment when uh, the the Grand Duke is going to fit the slipper on people's feet, and uh, and and Cinderella is locked up in the attic, and she stays locked up in the attic, and a fairy godmother. Sorry, not fairy godmother. The wicked stepmother. Uh, causes the 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 slipper to expand, so that Anastasia's giant clawed like foot. Is that what's going on? I thought she shrunk her foot. No, 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 no? they made okay. it expand. Oh, okay, uh, which which they do a very very clever bit throughout where uh, Anastasia continues to wear the slipper. Yeah, and so you hear her walking across the tile, and you hear this constant clip clop, clip clop, yeah. because of her giant feet that keep hitting the yeah. ground with this glass slipper. There's there's just really delightful things that happen. Uh, but before I get off that track, Don't. so.
0: Don't get off the track. I'm not getting off the
1: track. Uh so then Cinderella realizes something's wrong. She's got to figure out what it is. The mice go to help her. She needs to get she needs to infiltrate into the castle in order to reach Prince Charming. Yep. Uh all, all the while Prince Charming is being duped. He has a spell cast on him he does. so he remembers dancing not with Cinderella but with Anastasia yep. and he firmly believes this is the woman he fell in love with. Yep. And that's only half the movie. That's half the movie. What's the other half? The part that you said there's a
0: twist. Oh, okay. So, I mean, Prince Charming, he starts to understand what what love is, and apparently, love is a, is a feeling you get when you hold somebody's hand. Yes. Uh, so he, he starts he starts to get wise, right, to the the fact that he's not in love with Anastasia, that he might be in love with this other girl. Oh my gosh, so many questions about this other girl. Cinderella, by the way, is the other girl. Yes. Uh. <laughs> As the you the might title know. character you mean, and so right, yeah, the title character yeah. Cinderella. So I'm just gonna fast forward here, and so what happens is he's like, well, I think I should marry Cinderella, and he's like, yeah, we should do that. And I know what she looks like now because she's she's pretty, and I've seen her now, and I know that she's the one for me. Uh, and well, then, well, yeah. the,
1: the king, the king says at one point to Anastasia when he gives her the the shell, yeah, so there's, shell. there's a significance where. Uh, the king and the queen, when they met, the queen gave the king the shell, and then the yeah. queen passed away. And so he was talking about how uh, I think the king was talking about what true love is, basically. Yeah. And so the shell is sort of the symbol of true love right. for for him. Yeah, and he says, uh, 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 "He says there's no powerful force in the world than true love," totally. which is foreshadowing to the fact that even though Prince Charming has a spell cast on him and he's been duped, yeah. that there is that there is something innate within. The love that is shared between two people—that it can break any type of magic spell that there
0: is—totally breaks the magic spell. But you know, he's also, she's also, she's also okay to look at in cartoon world. Oh, she's really okay to look at. Oh, we're gonna get into it in a second. Oh, yeah. But uh, she's okay to look at, and he knows what he's looking at. And so uh, what Anastasia is,
1: not as okay looking at as Cinderella is. Yeah, I mean,
0: takes all types of people. Yeah, I mean, no judgment. Yeah, she's fine. great. she ends great. up
1: finding somebody at the end. Yeah, Anastasia. Uh,
0: so what happens though is that uh, Lady Tremaine yep. uh, casts a spell on Anastasia to make her look like Cinderella.
1: Doppelganger.
0: It's crazy. It's, it's so
1: crazy. You're like,
0: wait, how are we gonna get out of this?
1: It's Cinderella has no. She has no power. She she can't. She can't stop this. Yeah. Right. So it takes Anastasia's desire. To be with someone who loves her for who she is, not who somebody could make her out to be. Which is, she doesn't want to be married to a prince who doesn't love her,
0: right? For which who is, she, is. which is fantastic. But the prince was probably going to go through with probably go through with it. Well,
1: yeah, I think what they established is uh, so. What happens at a couple of points in the movie is Cinderella ends up uh, touching the prince's hand. And we're really getting into this. Oh man, we're getting into it. <laughs> it's serious you got to watch this movie folks yeah you got to watch this movie it's deep cinderella touches the prince's hand and each time she touches the prince's hand he starts to remember something like yeah he, he he has a sense of who she is although he can't explain who we
0: decided she is. that was disney third base
1: disney third base uh and it's i don't just, even, and not the rap group either uh,
0: <laughs> it's just a slight hand graze yeah
1: that's right and uh and so well, i didn't know things
0: were so serious did you graze her hand well yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, Sparks. We, we grazed. Yeah, I grazed her hand. <laughs> uh, so every single time uh, Cinderella grazes Prince Charming's hand, he remembers a little bit of yeah. something. He, yeah. he sort of has this foggy memory, and uh, and but but that I, I assume he would have married Anastasia, who now looks like Cinderella, yeah. uh, because of uh, uh, Lady Tremaine uh has the power to banish Cinderella from the kingdom. True. And so she's trying to separate Cinderella from Prince Charming so that she can't uh have any contact with him so that he can't remember that the Cinderella he's about to marry is actually not the Cinderella he fell in love with. Very true. What a great summary. So great. Yeah. So then uh Anastasia Lots of questions Anastasia says you guys should get together. They get together. Uh he remembers. They end up getting married. Uh, and they don't
0: zap back to the future though. Do they?
1: No, no. Fairy so godmother weird. comes back.
0: Fairy Does go- she? Yeah. Fairy godmother. Are you comes-
1: sure? Yes. She even says this. she gets
0: straight up stoned in the beginning of the movie.
1: And nah, turned into stone, Aaron.
0: Oh, sorry. Turned, what did I, turn- I say? <laughs> she said
1: so she got, Oh stoned. yeah, no,
0: she- I mean, she gets turned to stone, she got turned to stone in my village. We called that being stone Right. in other villages. It had a, it was a colloquial. We we're just
1: making a clarification right. that she got turned. To she stone. got
0: turned to stone and then she's gone the whole movie. Whole
1: movie comes just back, gone. comes back at the end. Nobody's even concerned about her. Yeah. I don't know if they've erased the memory of her from everybody else's mind. That's true. Could be. Uh, but she comes back at the end and she even says to Prince Charming and Cinderella, do you want me to bring you back a year from now? And they say, what do you mean? Because they've existed in this time. They don't know. Prince yeah. Charming and Cinderella have not time traveled. This is, uh, we would call this uh, uh, Earth One Cinderella yeah. Prince Charming. I guess A so. uh, prime. Cinderella and, and Charming Prime. How did
0: they not run into themselves? That's what I'm asking.
1: I am assuming that what happens is they, they do, um, uh, I, I assume they they transfer their, their mind into oh, the past. Oh, yeah. Yep. That feels about right. That's something you can do.
0: Yeah, that feels right. So they
1: would transfer their mind into the past so that they could alter the past. But somehow Lady Tremaine still has Fairy Godmother's wand and that does travel with her into the past.
0: Yeah, like I said, the magic's a little a little funky, but you can get by it. But great. It's good. Yeah. It's good. What are some of your favorite things? Okay, let's go over my favorite things. Uh, These
1: are a few of your favorite <laughs> things from Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. Wow, that's going in. Robert Goulet. Okay. Can I give you some quotes that my, my kids said? Yes, quote me. This is the uh, the progression of my kids through this movie. Oh, wow. We start out, and my oldest says, snidely, rated G for God forbid. <laughs> nice. Right? And then slowly it starts to change. And the next thing, my youngest says, Prince Charming is like a ninja. Okay. Because there's a scene where Prince Charming is sword fighting. Yeah. In like this it giant. He cuts a pommel horse in half. Regal gym, yes. And That's th- sharp.
0: That sword is way too sharp for way practice. too sharp. That's not and what you practice he's with. He's going after his father with that thing. His father's also the king of uh, Akbar. Uh, what you know? King, the king. king. He's the king of the he, kingdom. He reminds me a little bit of, of, of the Aladdin king as well. Oh, of the sultan? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I think he could pull double duty. Okay. Cool. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh let's see. We keep going and uh, my youngest says this movie is actually getting cool. Yeah. Uh, only to be followed by my oldest, again, the one who would be jaded watching this movie. When he sees that Lucifer, w- when he sees the, cat. the when he sees the following Cinderella gets sent into a nightmarish pumpkin mm-hmm. that turns into a nightmare coach. And Lucifer the cat gets turned into the coachman and starts to drive Cinderella like off of a cliff. Yeah, my oldest shouts out, "Whoa, this is so cool!" <laughs> yeah, good. And I'm like, and I just turn to my I go, I know, right? So
0: uh, just uh, some things I, I didn't enjoy. I felt like things you uh, did not enjoy. Things I did not enjoy. Oh, interesting. I, I felt like Cinderella was when she first starts actually talking to the prince. She's a little giggly. She's she's doing I a lot. So? She yeah, she was giggling a lot. Uh, I found
1: Cinderella to be a lot cooler than she was in the original movie. Is that
0: true? I've not watched the original in a long time.
1: You know, when she's going, she's, she's like clever. She's, uh, she's, she's funny. She's spunkier. When she's trying to infiltrate the kingdom, you know, she's like, I'm the royal rat catcher. Yeah. Or mouse catcher. Yeah and she's uh, got that she's got a little witty yeah and the major domo or whatever says like there are no mouses in this mouses there are no mice in this kingdom and then all of a sudden Jacques and gus run by and they're great in this movie Jacques and gus
0: they're so great Uh, other things uh it's like a i like i do like this This movie's like a you know cautionary tale about dating like if you're going out with a girl and she has a cat that's named after satan you don't go out out yeah you probably don't go out with that girl avoid that uh also if you're living in this kingdom what's the name of this kingdom i think it's just the kingdom the kingdom if you live in the kingdom very, uh, don't go into biotech, forget about tech, startups, like that. You get into wallpaper and picture frames. Well, why and Why is this? <laughs> Dude, they're buying it all at the castle. Big walls, oh, lots, right? of lots of wallpaper. Tons of wallpaper. Tons of picture frames. That's all you do. You make yeah. bank in that. So that was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I said, most of these songs are seven sentences long. Also, total population of this kingdom seems to be about like seven,
1: seven, <laughs> seven, seven yeah, nine. Say,
0: there's about seventeen people that are under his rule. That sounds about right. The whole castle is just very devoid of any kind of activity. It's,
1: it's vacant except for some servants, uh, I which mean, makes this a perfect thing to convert to a stage play, Cinderella with a twist and time the right because you don't need a lot of actors. So. I I didn't write this down because I didn't do enough research on it, but apparently there was a Disney Cruise Line show that was very similar to. Oh, I really like that. That came out around the same time, and it was this sort of like twist in time, like a, a, a a riff on what happens if Cinderella didn't become Cinderella. More
0: thoughts from Aaron on this movie. Please do. Uh, the prince, I'm sure, is really good looking. You played Prince Charming, oh, so the, pr- the
1: prince is incredibly.
0: good. So right. cr- but all the guards are pretty jacked as well. I mean, they're oh, yeah, all. They're <laughs> all the yeah. guards are like a very long jaw lines, yeah. and they wear their hats really low. Yeah, military. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're all probably. But like, Prince Charming. Yeah, I don't he's think so he's as, I don't think he's as strong looking as any one of the guards. No, except he doesn't for the need one. to
1: be. He's the, he's he, he, I mean, he's the leader. Okay. Other little weird He's thing a is, sword uh, you see how sharp that sword is.
0: It's it's over
1: sharp. Cut any of those guys' heads off for sure in one swipe. It's, but I think it would have been great if. They just took the extra three minutes in animation to animate that Prince Charming and Cinderella are together. They got married. They have true love, and then maybe Anastasia she gets transformed back into Anastasia from Cinderella, and she sort of slinks back into the crowd, and maybe she bumps into the baker, yeah. and uh, and uh, the baker drops something. She picks it up, and their hands touch, and then they have like this knowing exchange.
0: That would have been nice. Yeah, and you think sweet. like, oh, uh, Cinderella gets the prince, and she only gets a baker, but the baker in this kingdom is doing all right He's because doing okay. I mean, are you serious? That cake in there is. Seventy-two feet tall. Oh yeah,
1: he's he's definitely getting uh, getting well paid. There's
0: yeah. not about that. So I think that's I think she might. Especially since that's out.
1: only feeding seventeen people in the kingdom. L- everybody gets a giant slice.
0: Literally, all the prince does is swing his sword around. He's doing a lot of sword practicing. Yeah, he he's very pro cutting things. Yes. Uh, the baker's <laughs> actually got a business that he's
1: running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Cinderella, to undo your trickery and take what's rightfully ours, I call upon all the forces of the universe. Bippity-boppity-boo! You want to do some taglines? Let's try. Let's try to do
0: some taglines. You want to start? I will try to start. None of these are any good, but we'll we'll do it anyway. mine are not good either, but... Uh, Cinderella 3. They should have called it the sequel to Ratatouille. Explain. I don't know. I felt like the movie had a very Ratatouille vibe about uh, one-third of the way through it. Uh, I'm curious. When, when Shrugs and, and Boogsy was doing all, they were doing all this stuff. doing you this talking part about out.
1: Jacques and Gus?
0: Jacques and Gus, yeah. Shrugs and Boogsy? <laughs> yeah, it had a very, it had a very like, Ratatouille vibe for about five minutes.
1: Uh, I will say I one of the things I really liked about Jacques and Gus was Prince Charming's reaction to them. When Jock and Gus start talking to Prince yeah. Charming, they, he has this look of complete horror on yeah. his face that there are talking mice. It's the first yeah. time he's ever experienced right. talking mice. He lives in a magic
0: kingdom with fairy... You think he's never met the fairy godmother? He not know anything about that? It,
1: it, the expression on his face yeah. seemed to indicate he is unaware of magic happening in this yeah. kingdom at all. For sure. And now mice are talking to him and explaining that the woman he's in love with is actually not the real woman he's in love with.
0: I'll tell you this straight up right now. I'm going to tell you this, Scott Storm. If DreamWorks made Cinderella 3 yeah. or any of the Cinderellas, uh, Shrugs and Boogsy have their own series. They got their own that's, theme park that's ride. A, that's a Netflix series. Yeah, Shrugs yeah, they're they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're, they're more popular than Cinderella and the 100%. Prince. 100%. Uh, what are the names again? Gus and, and Frugabond?
1: Uh, Jacques and Gus Gus.
0: Jacques and Gus Gus, yes. yeah. Because they're cute, adorable, so cute. good lines. They could carry a movie.
1: Yeah. Adorable.
0: What's your tagline? Uh,
1: Cinderella 3, how Anastasia got her groove back. Okay, I like that. It wasn't wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, Mine get better, I think, as they go on.
0: Mine too. Mine is uh, Cinderella 3, Scott Storm, the animated movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite one. Uh, Of course. Uh, Cinderella 3, Days of Pumpkins Past. Yeah. There's a little play on X-Men, Days of Futures Past. I like that. They're all in the Disney umbrella Uh, now. I got it. Okay. I had to explain it thoroughly
0: Cinderella 3 if the WB network made The Bachelor
1: (laughs) delayed laughter I had to think about it it had some hang time yeah it felt
0: like a little bit like a reality show at some point keep
1: going keep going Cinderella 3 fraudulent nuptials
0: for reasons you explain yeah invalidated uh, larceny Mm. with an animated cartoon character
1: Jordan Peele presents Cinderella 3 an us tale yeah doppelgangers
0: yeah totally yeah Uh, shot in Santa Cruz is it in Santa Cruz? Boardwalker. It's not I appropriate for our audience. Not at all. Cinderella 3, if you like watching musicals without songs, this is your movie.
1: <laughs> or very short songs.
0: Very short yes, songs.
1: Vending machine songs. Cinderella 3, it's like that time Biff Tannen stole a sports almanac and made an alternate hellscape out of 1985, but was singing mice. Yep. That's my elevator
0: pitch. That's a, that's a good one. Cinderella 3. Hey, you know those little uh, cake toppers of a grind and broom on top of a cake? Yeah. This is their story.
1: Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. I feel like this may be a little bit more Cinderella 2. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I've don't never know I'm never, never going to watch that movie. <laughs> I only have none more. Cinderella 3. If the super serious art house time travel movie Primer had a baby with a confetti cannon.
0: Yeah. Baby with a confetti cannon. Okay. Cinderella three. If you don't understand the plot to this movie, just fast forward halfway through, and the mice explain it in in its entirety in the middle of <laughs> Exposition the movie. Three. Just in case you don't. I kind of like that though, because if you come in halfway, there is literally a part of the movie where the mice just explain <laughs> the movie true. to you. Because I like it, because it's like I've been on my iPad the whole Princey, time.
1: Princey, Princey, here's the deal. Okay, this is what you missed in the past 25, 45 minutes. No, no, I was right next to you. Why would you explain it to me? Because I'm gonna explain it to the Prince Charming who's right here.
0: I like that. I feel like that's a nice thing to do to the audience. It
1: was a good recap.
0: Yeah. In case you've been sleeping thus far, this is what here's happens. what's happened.
1: Cinderella 3. Wait, Doc, you're telling me that you built a time machine out of a pumpkin? <laughs> Oh, that was really good. That was my... Can you just do that the whole podcast now? Like,
0: don't just, do any other ask voice. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I want a podcast with Michael J. Fox. You got it. Now that I know you can do that, <laughs> why have we done twenty four episodes without, without me that? As, as Michael J. Fox? Yeah, you got it. That's fantastic. I'm Michael
1: J. Fox. Fill my time,
0: was? out of a pumpkin, out of a wand, my friend. I know, but uh, but I get it.
1: I get it. You know, that's all I got, buddy. Uh, I my last one is. I don't know how good this is going to go. <laughs> you try to follow up your Michael J. Fox. I probably can't. Yeah. Also, that
0: was a Marty McFly impression, not a Michael J. That's Fox. That's true. It was Marty okay, McFly. Yeah.
1: It was Marty McFly. Uh, my last one is, Bill, strange things are afoot at the fairytale hall.
0: Yeah, that's good. That yeah. was better than mine, which was just the name of the Bill and Ted's music.
1: <laughs> Cinderella 3. It's like Bill and Ted's. It's like Bill and Ted's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you seen that? This one's kind of the same. It's sort
1: of the same thing. It's yeah. basically the same movie.
0: It doesn't have Mozart in it. Uh,
1: Mozart. Uh,
0: Mo- Mo- Beethoven. Mozart. Bath oven? Mhm.
1: Oh, that's right there. So they call it and they call yeah. it bath oven, don't they?
0: You're not like a huge fan of Bill and Ted's.
1: I got to go back and watch it. You
0: do need to cuz it's a big wick for Bill and Ted's. It's out on it's out on rental. You I, can pay uh 7250 to rent it or 7250 to own it, which is fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, great. I love Covid.
1: I've never seen Bogus Journey before. Yeah. I've always wanted to. I've never seen it.
0: Uh, Bogus Journey is to, Bill and, uh, is to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as Temple of Doom is to Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark. I thought you
1: were going to say uh, Bogus Journey is to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as Cinderella 2 <laughs> Dreams <laughs> Come True is uh, to Cinderella. Yeah.
0: I like how the names of all these movies could also – they can just go direct on packaging of like a toy. It's like, hey, do you have the Cinderella 3 Dreams Come True playset?
1: I was going to say like they it. could also be the name for any Ice Capades ever. Totally. Yes. Uh, that was Cinderella 3 at Twist in Time. We went way too long, I'm What does sure. the little timer say? Uh, we're at an hour and 49 oh, minutes. Oh, that's normal for us. Yeah, totally yeah. fine. Uh, we g- check it out.
0: How much fun? Check it out. Oh, I'm giving it, I'm giving it a rate. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10.
1: Yes, yeah. at least. It's yeah. at least a 7 out of 10.
0: You are not going to hate this movie if you can if you just sit down and, and commit to it. You're not going to hate it. Well,
1: the good thing is, it, like you said, there are movies that you watch with your kids that are a commitment. Yeah. And there are movies that you would just watch and go, yeah, this is a good family movie. Like Cinderella 3 is a good family movie. It's almost a shame that it didn't get a feature release. If it had some more
0: development, like if they worked on, uh, they, they rush into the plot so quick, which I appreciate. Yes. As a parent, I'm like, good. Like, yeah, I know what's going on. It. But- the, And then it
1: recaps <laughs> all Yeah.
0: <way> through. <laughs> but the, 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 the twist of the characters, the thing the characters- are struggling with the the fact that the antagonists believe a lie right on that it is only magic there is nothing to like it's worth that would have been worth developing into an actual movie it's deep enough that i think they could have gone somewhere with it
1: again time travel mind wipes are we gonna get made fun of for like
0: talking so seriously about nightmarish
1: hellscapes i'm sorry what
0: are we gonna is it cool that we're talking so much about cinderella 3
1: it's very cool okay cool
0: i don't know what's cool Feels cool. I mean, I feel cool what right now. It could be
1: cooler? I don't know. What on this podcast series have we done that's cooler than talk about... <laughs> Talking about fox 3? and
0: hound getting houndier.
1: Getting houndier. Hey, uh, everybody. I think that's a show. That is a show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You
0: didn't think we'd be able to fill f-
1: <laughs> fill time uh excuse me mr Gurr, we need to cut you for time uh we're gonna be doing a five-part <laughs> series on cinderella, cinderella 3 3, super important uh hey everyone we love making this show we hope you've enjoyed listening to it this has been Bobs List and banthas we release every week on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts iheart wherever you get podcasts if we're not there we want to be so please get a hold of us and let us know where we should put the show so we can put it there Please be sure to subscribe, and we would love it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think of the show, and it really helps other people find out about the show. Uh, We're going to take a quick moment to thank our listeners who did leave us reviews. Oh, nice. uh, Specifically, Doc Fudd, who Mm -hmm. says, Dependably funny and enjoyable, my new favorite podcast to waste time with both during and after my chores are done. Please keep up the good work. That's a Five stars. Yeah, loves um, wasting time with us. I know. I'm not a time-wasting kind of guy. I feel like that's our mission statement. Don't waste just, time with us. Yeah,
0: also I just got called dependable.
1: Oh, um, you you really feel feel had about issues that. With don't that you? Yeah. I find you. Thank you though. I find you be dependable. We're here every week. That is they true. I am dependable.
0: I do unlock the door for you. That's
1: true. Every time? Yep. Every time. Thanks uh Doc Fudd.
0: What uh, a great review.
1: Appreciate it. Got another one from Pixie Girl Tink who said great show. First off, you guys had me at all the cool Dick Wesson and Jack Wagner voiceovers in the intro. This Saturday night! So great, right? I've gotten so many compliments about that. You've done such a good job on that. Oh, thanks, uh, yeah. intro. Appreciate it. Uh, The show is fantastic, though. You guys are funny, informative, and you keep a good flow with the content. No awkward bits of silence in this show. I've just discovered you, and I'm hooked. As we would say at Disney, good show. Five stars. Yay! Awesome.
0: Yeah, what a great review. You want one more? Yes.
1: At Theme Park Historian on Instagram, great, uh, great handle, by the way. Yeah. At Theme Park Historian shared a DM with us and said, listen to your interview with Bob Gurr. It was really great. I've heard many interviews with him and even some in person. And I thought you guys uh, had one of the best interviews. Just great conversation and information about his whole career. Can't wait to see who you guys interview next. Go follow at Theme Park Historian.
0: Yeah, Jim Hill will be who we're interviewing next, and that we got plenty Instagram. lined up after that. Oh, so
1: many. So great. So great. I wish How we had more board time. Board games
0: I have in my house right now that need to be open. How many board games? A bunch, man. You I dropped me off of like basically like a Christmas package of wonderfulness. We're going to we're gonna be hitting those pretty soon. Yeah. It's going to
1: be good Excited? Stuff. Hey, visit us at bobsledsandbanthas.com or email us if you want to do some sort of collaboration with us, info at bobsledsandbanthas.com. Uh, you can always join us on Instagram. We have lots of fun over there, at Bobs, and Banthas. And uh, other than that, Aaron, any parting words? I got a pit bull now. You mean the, the performer, Pitbull? No, the uh, hoverboard that doesn't
0: require power.
1: Oh, the pit bull from Back to the Future reference. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it.
0: Is pit bull a performer? Little pit Lil bull? Little bull. Really? Del Toro. I know
1: you don't like music, but you're not familiar with the mega superstar recording artist Pipple. I am. I am. Uh, that is correct. Huh. <laughs> oh, man. That was the judgiest huh I've ever had in my life. I mean, I don't think you're missing anything. More
0: I'm just surprised. judgy than when I ate an entire ice cream sundae from the Piggly Wiggly. I'm just
1: surprised you've never heard of him is all i Never I'm heard saying. of him. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Do, hmm. do you Mr. Worldwide, you've never heard of him? Is that his nickname or the yeah, name of an like album? It seems like his nickname.
0: Mr. Worldwide, yeah, I've never heard of him. Like Has
1: he ever heard of me? Uh, I, I believe so. Oh, okay. I believe <laughs> Well, yeah. then I feel bad I now. I think he just re- I think his last album, uh I think he he did a diss track. Yeah, um, on uh, me, on Robbie you, Aarons. No, thank you. Yeah, Robbie Aarons. Robbie a little animated Robbie Aaron. Yeah, Aarons. that's
0: all I have to say. Thanks for listening to the show. Scott really enjoys making it. I'm and de- Aaron I'm dependable
1: you're de- <laughs> dependable Aaron Robbins yep. that's what we call him uh, hey until next week he's been dependable Aaron I've been uh, Scott who loves making this show yep. and we've been Bob so and baffled. we'll see you next week Yay.
0: Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day this Saturday night